Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, Jesus. All right. We are live, ladies and gentlemen. It's Rob Scary. It's Rob Scary Show. Yes, we are. Oh, Jesus. What the hell is going on? We are on the stretch here. We're on, I call it the stretch run. What will it be, five days away from Christmas? We're five, yeah, we're five, right? We're five days away from Christmas or six days. I don't know, but it's the stretch run. That's all I know. We are in the stretch run. And then, of course, New Year's and then, of course, the inauguration and all that good stuff. So, Hillary lost again today. Think about that. Hillary <laughs> lost again today. This is the third time now that Hillary and the Democrats have lost. This is the third time. It's never happened before. It really hasn't. Think about it. We have an election. Okay? We have an election. We have the outcome. Everybody pouts for, I don't know, a day or two. Some people extend the pouting. But it never goes past a week, week and a half. Everybody then gets ready for Christmas and then the new year and then a new president and it's business as usual. This time around, think about this. So the Democrats lose and immediately, immediately, it's all about the popular vote. But Hillary won the popular vote. But Hillary won the popular vote. She won the popular vote. Don't you understand? She won the popular vote. But that's not how we pick a president. Why are you talking about the popular vote? Because she won the popular vote. She won the popular vote. He doesn't have a mandate. There's no mandate. He shouldn't be appointing people like Jeff Sessions or people that are against climate accords, he doesn't have a mandate. doesn't have a mandate. But remember this, guys. Republicans control the majority of the governorships. They control the majority of state houses. They have a majority in the Senate. They have a majority in the House. And now they have the presidency. That's a mandate. When you have one party that controls more than 50% of federal and state 
government, that's a mandate. That's a mandate. But anyways, popular vote, the popular vote. We're going to have a recount. We're going to have a recount. Okay, so they have a recount. So the agony of the Democrats and Hillary Clinton losing gets prolonged. Gets prolonged. So now you're constantly hearing recount efforts, recount efforts. This is going to be it. This is going to be it. There's hacking. There's tampering. There's Russian KGB agents standing outside election booths, stuffing, whatever they make up. And what happens? What happens? Not only does the recount fail, but in Wisconsin, Hillary Clinton loses votes and Donald Trump gains votes. So the needle doesn't move at all. As a matter of fact, it goes backwards. And this is publicized. This is talked about. And this loss is relived. So it's like, okay, you had your recount, and not only did you lose again, but you lost votes. So then what happens? The electorate, uh, the uh, electorate, electoral college uh, vote bosses, whatever the hell you call them, because the way we do it, the electoral college has representatives, the 536 or whatever the hell it is, make up the process of how we pick a president. But, again, having these people change their votes has never been part of the equation. What happened today has never, ever been publicized because it's all academic. You have an election, the person who wins the election gets the electoral uh, college vote. Those people who are bound to who wins the election in those states casts the vote for the person that won. So today, it's never publicized. It's just never publicized. Four years ago, nobody talked about, oh, we're going to have people flip their vote. It just, it's not the way it works. When Gore lost to Bush, you had hanging chads and you had all of that controversy. There was no uh, the electors are going to switch their votes because it, it's moot. Once the winner is declared the winner, the electors cast their votes in line with the way the states voted and awarded the person. End of story. But what happened? You had a 
bunch of Hollywood jagoffs. That's what they are. Hollywood jagoffs. Once again, getting involved. And when I say Hollywood jagoffs, it also is the media. Remember, Hollywood jagoffs, the media, practically all of California are all in one. We always talk about this. You work your ass off, you go home, you want to just have something mind-numbing, maybe watch, uh, I don't know, Jennifer Lawrence talk about her bra size. I don't know. At 11.30, you're watching Jennifer Lawrence, or you want to watch Metallica perform, and you have to weed through Kimmel, or you got to weed through Colbert, or one of these hot-offs, a Nazi lover, you're an idiot, you're a moron, media. Half-hour programming. It's all the same. So if you watch Saturday Night Live over the weekend, they did a skit where Hillary Clinton goes to the door and it's a takeoff on a music video and the music's playing and the girl answers the door. Kate McKinnon standing there with the signs and it's like, Coming up this week, you know, whatever today's date is, you'll have a chance to vote. Switch your vote. I'll pay for uh, the fine. You know, Google it, okay? Google it. Saturday Night Live skit. And then, of course, you had a bunch of uh, Hollywood jagoffs doing these little infomercials urging people the electors, to switch their vote. Vote for someone else. Vote for Hillary. Vote for John K. Vote for anybody. As said in that live said, vote for a rock. Not a rock, but a rock. And remember what I've said before. You're working off. You're a blue-collar Midwest worker. Maybe you got to work on Saturday. Blue-collar East Coast worker. Whatever. Busting your ass. You come home, you put on Saturday night uh, uh, programming, and you got to weed through people basically calling you an effing jagoff. you got to weed through it. So you got the celebrities telling the electorate, to switch their votes. You got Saturday Night Live. You got that fat bastard Michael Moore who looks like an old woman. God, I hope that doesn't... I don't think it'll happen to me. It doesn't happen with Italians. But you know what I'm talking about? When men get older and they start looking feminine. They look like old. Their features get real soft. 
They look like old women. And Mike looks like it. Big, fat, old woman. He's telling people, I'll pay, I'll electorate, I'll pay for you to switch your votes. So now something that is academic, something that nobody ever pays attention to, gets paid attention to. You have liberal douchebags on CNN that Angela Ryan or Angela, whatever her name is, horrible human, the, the female version of Van Jones. The female version of Van Jones. She's a, she's a deplorable, disgusting wretch of a human being. She's talking about an electorate revolt. Hell, I, I heard over the weekend that there was something like 30 to 40 electors that were going to revolt against Donald Trump. 30 to 40, which would have cost him the presidency, or at least forced it to the House of Representatives. But I mean, literally, people were saying 30 to 40 electors were revolting. And of course, it came from where? CNN. Fake news. They're going to revolt. They're going to revolt. So today was a big deal. Today was a legitimate big deal. Something that hasn't been a big deal in 40 years. I mean, in our, my lifetime, today has never been a big deal, but it was a big deal. And what happened? Hillary lost again. And exactly what happened in Wisconsin happened today. So you've got everybody focusing on today. You've got everybody talking about this big revolt. People are going to vote their conscience. You've got Hollywood douchebags, jagoffs, spending hundreds of thousands of dollars telling people to switch their vote, switch their vote. And what happens? Not only... Does Donald Trump keep his electors, but Hillary Clinton loses four? I kid you not. So the same thing that happened in Wisconsin, recount, recount, recount. Uh, done with the recount. And, uh, oh, Jesus Christ, uh, you actually lost votes. What? Yeah, there was no tamper. Matter of fact, There was tampering on your side. You had illegal votes. You had voters that got disqualified. And what happened today? Trump lost two, and one of the people, they're both in Texas, but one of the people in Texas doesn't even count because he's a nut job. He's a nut job. He's a legit nut job. He said he was a 9-11 first responder, and then everybody kind of dug up the fact that the guy wasn't there. He's just doing this for publicity, 
making his rounds. I, I, CNN today had him on. Because all the programs are on vacation. All the regulars are on vacation. Anderson Cooper, I think, is, who knows what he's doing. Having a party on, a, on Gay Island somewhere with Andy Cohen. Seriously, I, 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 they're all gone. Don Lemon's trying to get healthy somewhere. So John Berman, this jagoff, had this guy, this, this Texas electorate who voted against Trump. So two. Hillary had four. Washington State, four people switched their votes from Hillary to Colin Powell, got three, and Faith Spotted Eagle got a vote. Yeah, who the hell is Faith Spotted Eagle? Some Native American. You know, I don't even like to say that. An Indian, okay? Some, some Indian leader in some tribe. I don't know who it is, but one of the electors went, I want to vote for Faith Spotted Eagle. So here is this elector revolt. CNN pushing it. Hollywood douchebags pushing it. All these people pushing this revolt. Saturday Night Live pushing it. Michael Moore pushing it. I'd love to know the writers of Saturday Night Live because obviously they're giving reach arounds to Michael Moore. Because the last line in the bit, in the Kate McKinnon bit, is we're all going to die. That, that was the last cue card. Or whatever the hell the little bit was where they had the cards. And McKinnon as Hillary Clinton is flashing these cards. The last one was we're all going to die. And that's what Michael Moore said in his little Facebook post. The man woman. Donald Trump is going to kill us all. So obviously, one of the little douchebag writers on SNL, one of these little scumbags, one of these liberal, you know, I mean, you, you can't get more douchey than a New York hipster liberal and a Los Angeles hipster liberal. Imagine the children that a hipster douchebag liberal from New York and a hipster liberal douchebag from L.A. would make. It would be the ultimate hipster liberal douche. It would be the quintessential snowflake safe space jag-off. You want to talk about brown shirts? You want, you want to talk about a Hitler-esque army? Ay-ay-ay. Imagine one of these a-holes running around. Thousands of them. Just screaming and yelling. So with all of these a-holes, a revolt, a revolt, a revolt. No revolt. Nothing. Nothing. 
Hillary Clinton lost electors. Again, she loses. Again. Reliving a loss of epic proportions. Again. Hillary is supposed to win the election. What happens? Loses. And loses bigly. And I love how the Washington Post and CNN is now getting in on the act. Oh, Donald Trump, he didn't win uh, an electoral landslide. He, he, what is this? This is crazy. It's like they're echoing Mark Levin, who's supposed to be on our side. This scumbag. Well, there's no electoral landslide. Donald Trump didn't win big. And I've had to break it down here countless times. In this day and age, in 2016, the way the country is divided, what Trump did, yes, landslide. Because if what Trump did and applied it 30 years ago, 35 years ago, Trump practically would have won every state. Remember, Trump won states. He's not supposed to win. It wasn't just he won Florida, but he won states that people practically bet their life that he would never win. When he went to Michigan, I watched every political pundit on every network say what he was doing was the most acidine, was the most ridiculous, was the most inept maneuver in political history. So, yeah. You you have to put everything in context. There is no way in God's green earth a dem a, a Republican will ever win California. Ever. It'll never happen. It'll never happen. So the notion that a landslide would only occur if Donald Trump won California is ridiculous because the most moderate of Republicans will never win California. This isn't the 80s, okay? This isn't the 80s. The open borders that the Democrats have created have made this country practically evenly divided. And we don't have to go through a whole immigration debate, but just remember, if you're an anchor baby or a a dreamer, if you came to this country 20 years ago, 25 years ago, 
Who the hell are you going to vote for when you turn 18? So, the last time Republicans won California, go 20 years ahead, 18 years ahead. So, it's unrealistic, absolutely unrealistic to say an electoral college landslide to be Trump winning California and New York. It'll never happen. No Republican will. So what Trump did is the equivalent of a landslide back in the 80s. There was no way he was supposed to win Michigan. There was no way he was supposed to win Wisconsin. There was no way he was supposed to win Pennsylvania. Anytime you heard, oh, he has a shot at Pennsylvania, everybody went, no, he doesn't. At the end of the day, Pennsylvania will never go red. And they bring up Mitt Romney. And the fact that it was close up until Election Day. And at the end of it, Obama wound up beating Romney by more than five or six points in Pennsylvania. So for Trump to win Pennsylvania, for Trump to win Wisconsin, for him to win Michigan, uh, that's historic. Okay, it's historic. Today, after all the publicity and everybody glued to their televisions, oh, there's going to be, it's going to be huge. An election year that has so many unpredictable outcomes and so many shocking twists and turns. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nobody affected, and at the end of the day, Hillary Clinton lost electors. Just like she lost votes in Wisconsin. Till the millions of dollars, Democrat, douchebag, Hollywood elites spent to sway everybody to go, oh, Oh, we can't have Trump. Those people went, uh, it's just not how it works. Now, all of you people have a sense of urgency. Now, all you people are running around saying, no, no, we got to do this. We got it. So Hillary loses again. Again, he's just constantly losing. Constantly losing. I mean, this is somebody where at the end of the day, at the end of the day, she hasn't won legitimately as far as, all right, from scratch, 
I have to do this. She, what, ever? To go from the first lady to then being basically handpicked. Handpicked. Listen, any Democrat who ran in New York when Hillary did would have won. Didn't matter. It didn't matter. Once that seat was open, didn't matter. That's like California. Once Boxer resigned or retired, whatever the hell you want to call it, once that happened, it, it, first off, Republicans didn't even run a candidate because California is a one-party state. So Republicans didn't even put somebody to run for that seat. So it was two Democrats. So, that, I mean, again, Kamala Harris, that, that's our new senator. Whoever Jerry Brown, Obama, and the powers in California picked, that's who was going to win. And it was Kamala, Brown, uh, Kamala Harris. Kamala Brown. She's kind of brown. That was it. She ran against Loretta Sanchez. And I guess the Latinos didn't want one of their own. They didn't want one of her own. They're like, no, 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 no. Keep her in Congress. Hillary basically had the same thing handed to her, just like Kamala Harris did. Didn't matter who ran for the Senate in New York. Didn't matter. And because of Bill Clinton... Because of the Clinton power, Hillary was given that seat. That's why nobody of of real stature, Rick Lazio, remember that? Rick Lazio, I mean, Giuliani didn't run. No prominent Republican ran. Everybody was like, you can't win. You're going to waste millions and millions of dollars. You can't win. This is a Democrat seat. That's it. So she was given that. She didn't have to win that. She was given that. And then from there, she was Secretary of State. She didn't earn that. What was earned? She ran against Obama and lost. So she was given that. That was the consolation prize. That was the, now you won't run your mouth and possibly challenge me in four years. This is so you'll shut up. 
So she was given Secretary of State. And she failed miserably at it. There was not one thing that she accomplished that was successful. So after four years of failures, she gets ready to be given the nomination for the Democrat Party. She was given that. She didn't earn that. It wasn't like there was a field of 10 candidates that were legit. It wasn't like there was a black guy, another woman, a Hispanic. It was Hillary, old-ass Bernie, what, Lincoln Chafee, Peter O'Malley, or what Peter O'Malley? Uh, what's his <laughs> What the hell was his name? Martin O'Malley. Close. Martin Peter. Stupid sounding name. So it wasn't like back in 08 where it was Hillary and uh, Obama and Biden and Edwards was given to her, and Bernie gave her a hard time. The Democrats say, well, oh, the Russians, the Russians, the Russians, the FBI. The... They should have knew when Bernie beat them. They should have knew then when Bernie was beating them in the areas that they weren't supposed to be losing. They should have knew then. Hmm. We got a problem with Bernie. We might have a problem in the general. But no. I mean, you heard the report. They all knew about this hacking long before the WikiLeaks and the emails hit. Regardless of what Podesta or any of them say, Obama knew, the administration knew, they all knew. But their feeling was, well, okay, unless an email reveals Hillary is killing children in a basement, she's never going to lose. Now, and then when it was Trump as the nominee, it was like, oh, please. I called Hillary Clinton a paper champion. That's what she was, a paper champion. Somebody that never earned any of her championships. She was given those championships. And when it came time for her to actually defend the title against an opponent who wasn't handpicked, who was unpredictable, who would come out swinging from every angle, she lost. She lost. 
She lost the general. She lost the recount. And now she lost the electoral college push to take Trump's votes away. Hollywood, the media, even never Trumpers. They banded together in the last week. Oh, it's good. We're going to do it. We're going to. Yeah. And they failed. So all eyes were on today, which it's never like that. And she lost for the third time. Think about that. The third time. It's like Groundhog Day. It just keeps happening over and over and over. And no matter how many different ways they come up with this strategy, oh, we're going to do this, and then Trump will lose, and then we'll do this, and then the jump, and that, the bat. At the end of the day, they lose. Okay, we'll try this. Boom, bang, boom, bop. They lose. Okay, we'll try this. Boom, bang. They lose. Constantly losing. Constantly losing. Never ends. It's Rob Zakari. It's Rob Zakari Show. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about terror. Yes. Terror. And another attack today in uh, Germany. So we'll be right back. Don't go away. Yeah. Thanks to Lincoln. We love our cops, our law enforcement. We love our military, they're important. We love our cops, our law enforcement. We love our military, they're important. And when I'm in the jam, when I'm in the jam, I know that I can call up the man, can call up the man.
gentlemen, it's Rob Scare, Rob Scare Show. We are, of course, live. We are, of course, live. We are, of course, live. Uh, so, a lot of stuff transpired today as far as um, terrorism. As far as uh, terrorism, and you gotta, you know, you gotta uh, imagine. You gotta imagine. I mean, gonna have to deal with. the minute he takes office. I mean, this is the stuff that he's going to have to deal with the minute he takes office. These types of things. Because what happened today in Berlin is exactly what happened in Ohio State. It's exactly what happened in Nice. It's exactly this uh, and offshoots of ISIS, rather it's fragmented Al-Qaeda or Nazara Front or Islam. This for to talk about the spears. Don't come to Syria. Don't come to Iraq. Over here, uh, brothers and sisters. Agbar. Uh, grab a gun. Grab a knife. Grab a car. If you see a truck and you could grab it. Grab it. If you can run people over, do I mean, forget the days of box cutters on airplanes or underwear bombs. I'm not saying we don't be all the weapons. Yes, I understand that we have problems at the airport. By and large, nobody's getting on an airplane and taking it over. Nobody's getting in commandeering passenger and flying into a building. It's not going to happen. Wake up call to Andre Merkel and the rest of the leaders in Europe. Wake up call. When you're doing outdoor events, Christmas tree lighting or you know park activities, you should be on the lookout. Uh, I'll, I'll give. Listen, I'm over in Glendale. 
Okay? And, and I got to get the Glendale police props. About six months ago, we have a uh, a car show. I know, it sounds goofy. We have a car show out here where they knock off uh, part of Main Street, okay? I live in the city, so I call it like miniature New York City living. So there's malls and there's restaurants and bars. You can go outside my door and walk down the street and hit restaurants galore, whether it's uh, you know Outback Steakhouse or it's private um, restaurants, you know non-style uh, restaurants. But I digress. We have a car show once a year, twice a year. They block off uh, part of Main Street. And this year, the front entrance where you walk in and you, you know, you look at everything and they got food and they got, you know, what the, the trucks serve the food and the dessert. It's, it's like a street fair, but of old cars. So the entrance and the exit. You know, because it's not the entire downtown city. So it's like, I think, four blocks. But the entrance and then the exit, they literally had these, I don't know, 10-ton electric, uh, not electric trucks like where they were equipped with electricity, but trucks that were used by the uh, power company to go up on... uh, on, uh, you know, poles to uh, hook up, like, city, so forth and so on. They had uh, two trucks that basically acted like a barricade. And then in front of those two trucks, you had uh, four Glendale police cars, again, lined up to make a wall. And then in front of those police cars, you had uh, four officers. So they had in the front street fair, and then they had it in the back. And it was obvious that the Glendale Police Department, the city of Glendale, set up to make sure that there was no way that somebody could commandeer a van or uh, a a semi-truck or a bus. Because remember, you're talking about these uh, jihadists that go and find a, um, you know, a, a dry, somebody driving an 18-wheeler or, or, or a truck like that. They grab the guy. They kill the guy. commandeer the truck. truck today was from Poland, about an hour and a half away from where um, this happened in Berlin. And they drive it. Uh, back to the area. We've talked about it on this show. Think about what these people could do as far as uh, us. Have you ever seen the bus drivers? I'm not down any bus drivers, but we're not talking about, you know, uh, The Rock driving the bus. We're not, you know, we're, we're, we're not talking about John Cena driving the bus. 
talking about people that are not in the best of shape. Some of them are women that are not in the best of shape. All one of these jihadists would have to do is basically walk on the bus. Yeah, that would be $2. Yeah, $2. You get off or I kill you. Okay, no problem. See you later. Bye-bye. There's no way this was happening. No one was going to drive a bus through these barricades that the Glendale Police Department had set up. So here you've got in Glendale, they're not even Los Angeles uh, police, even LAPD, Glendale police. But their police department, the city of Glendale went, hey, you know what? We're not going to be one of those cities. We're not going to be one of those towns. We're not going to be one of those accidents. Doesn't cost us anything, so to speak, in the, in the grand scheme. To get a couple of the the Glendale power trucks, put two here, put two over there, put some police here, put some police there, and guarantee safety. That is what should have been happening in Berlin. But Andrea Merkel is busy with her whole open borders. Don't worry about migrants. Don't worry about refugees. Don't worry about jihadists. You know, it's funny. Germany is, you know, you know why Obama got along so good with Andre Merkel? Because it's like Obama and Merkel are trying so hard to overcompensate for whatever happened in their country's past. So because of Hitler, because of Nazis, Merkel overcompensates. So it's like, oh, we can't do this, we can't do that, we don't want people to feel like it's uh, turning uh, to, to, to the time and don't speak and Obama is constantly creating this environment white guilt white privilege this is because of slavery this is because of white ash this is racism you got this you got that oh man Merkel doesn't do nothing. And what happens? You got a big Christmas celebration. And a truck runs people over. Mows them down. I think it's up to 12. 12 people are killed now. When you have something like Nice where you got 80 people, 12, it's like, oh, it's only 12. just like here in America. Anytime there's an attack, oh, you know, come on. I mean, that's what Brazil, that's what Obama does. 
well, we haven't had any attacks or anything since 9 and we've been safe. Well, what about all of these other attacks? Yeah, but come on. 50 dead here. 30 dead there. Ah. Come on. There. Unless you're talking thousands, it's all good. And when this happened today, you put on CNN, you put on MSNBC, they acted like a driver celebration to run some people over. It's like, oh, this accident today. Accident? There's no accident. What are you talking about? Well, you know, where nobody's quite sure. That, what are you talking about? There's pe- people are, yeah, people are sure. People, what do you mean? It's all over Berlin. They're all talking about it. Terrorism. Well, you know, we're not sure. Maybe drunk driver. Maybe a disorientated driver wasn't sure where he was. No, 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 no. We're, people are pretty sure they know what happened. They're pretty, pretty sure. Pretty sure. This is Andrew Merck's fault. This is Andrea Merkel's fault. Why any type of outdoor activity doesn't have heavy police presence or barricades blocking cars being able to go where people are is insane. Like I said, after Nice, after Nice, you would have thought that type of thing would never happen again. Good. And then while this was going on, you had some of the most bizarre. You literally had the Russian ambassador to Turkey get shot killed on, on live TV or, or, or whatever it was they had cameras there the guy's talking yes bop, 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 bop. Bop, bop, bop. and the guy behind screaming the gun Because you're in Syria, because you what's going on, Aleppo, because. <laughs> what? So you got this going on in Turkey. The ambassador, I mean, like, that's a, that's a real person. <laughs> the ambassador. Russian ambassador. A lot of times in the back. 
So this happens while somebody's driving through crowds of people in Berlin. You got a Somali refugee in Ohio State running people over the car. This is Obama's country. This is what Obama created. You know, how he doesn't get blamed for Aleppo and what's going on in Syria is beyond me. Constantly minded of what's going on in Aleppo and just how horrible and Assad are. I watched that uh, the Powers girl, the 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 our our ambassador, our UN ambassador, trying to shame Putin and Assad. She said, "How could you? You guys have no shame." I wish somebody would have stood up and said, "Wait a minute, time out, time out," before all this carnage happened. Before there was a Putin in Syria, before all of this, Obama could have stopped it. Or at least intervened. He did nothing. He drew a line in the sand. That line was crossed. He did nothing. And everybody conveniently pretends that didn't happen. And all we hear about is the horrible, horrible, horrible things that Assad and Putin are doing. Which, yes, are horrible. But Obama needs to take some blame. The Democrats need to take some blame. I mean, the former policy Democrats in this president has been beyond awful. I mean, beyond awful. So, now the State Department is saying, hey, everybody, all of you Americans uh, who are, you know, visiting places in Europe, maybe you're doing a European vacation for Christmas, you need to be careful. You need to be cautious. Uh, maybe, yes, maybe, think about coming back to the States. <laughs> you know, first off, you got to have gargantuan balls to be an American and to go overseas at this time, to places that are constantly getting hit by terrorists. And you have leaders like 
Merkel, who do nothing, and I mean nothing, about terrorism. I mean, she's as weak as Obama is. Maybe weaker. Maybe weaker. But like I said, it's like Merkel is trying to compensate for what Germany was. I don't even know if there would be a... Well, you know, they they are, in, in relative speaking, they are as, as wacky as we are uh, as far as their past. If, can you imagine like us? We are. I don't think you can... Uh, I think it's a crime to 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 have the swap sticker. I think it's uh, I I up until this year you couldn't uh, get your hands on Mein Kampf, the uh, the Hitler memoirs. Like I think it was banned in Germany. Oh, you know they, yeah, they, they are pretty, pretty wacky. Hate, oh, Jesus. Okay, how about it's just the Confederate flag? How about that? How about that? How about history? No, no, you hate blacks. Oh, okay. Sometimes things are just things. What does it mean? You ever know? means something. What does it mean? What's the what's the reason? It's like sometimes it's it, it it doesn't have a meaning. Sometimes there is no reason. Sometimes it is what it is. Coffee is just a cup of coffee. Well, of the coffee. Why are you drinking the coffee? It does do. It's it's black coffee. Why isn't it have cream in it? Why is it there no sugar? Why? No, no, no. It's just coffee. You know why? You know why? It's just coffee. No, there has to be a why. No, it doesn't have to be anything. Sometimes things are just the way they are. No. And it used to be like that. We used to live in a society where things at times were just that way because. Because why? Just because. Not everything's got to have a meaning. What's the meaning of this? What's the meaning of that? Well, here's my meaning. Be careful this week. Be careful. Listen, we always say it on this show. Got to be careful. Okay, you you got to be careful because uh, these Islamists, these these extremists, these Islamist extremists, they they want to kill us. They want to kill all of us. It really is a us versus them. It is a holy. War. It is 
Mohammed against the infidels who existing. He could take that little license plate that you see people, douchebags have, coexist. There is no coexisting with these people. You know, we're the ones that don't bother nobody. We're the ones that only act after we are effed with. Is no coexisting with these people. There, there is no coexisting with these people. So be vigilant. Always keep your eyes open. Be aware of exits when you're in people. Be aware of your surroundings. When there are events like street lighting, you know, we have an outdoor mall near us. Like I said, we have heavy police presence. I'll give Glendale credit on that. But I'm constantly watching. I mean, not to a point of being some wacky nut job. But I'm definitely not aloof. I'm not like, hey, gee, that looks strange. Nah. Diversity coexists. Yay. Because just remember when somebody goes, you know what the odds are of you being involved? They're just so astronomical. And, well, guess what? Tell that to the people who either get caught in situations or have in these situations. Try to tell them your logic. I tell people that all the time. And they go, oh, please, you're worried about a terrorist attack? You have a better chance of winning the lottery, really? Well, tell that to the people in San Bernardino who are having a Christmas party, opening presents, having eggnog. And two jihadists walk in with assault weapons and shoot the place up. Tell that to them. Imagine eight months prior, somebody's talking to one of them. Hey, man, what do you think about the election? What do you think about this? What do you think about that? Why are you? Oh, don't talk that way about Muslims. Don't talk that way. They're good people. Their religion isn't strange. They're they're it's religion. It's not a political ideology. What's wrong? We have somebody that's a Muslim here. His name's Farouk. And he's a really nice guy. Yes, his wife covers herself from head to toe in a black cape. He's not allowed to talk to anybody, but come on. Don't be Islamophobic. Jump forward eight months 
ask him how he's doing. Oh, you can't because he was shot 55 times in his face by the person. He went, don't be a hater. This is California. We got to coexist. Yeah. So just be vigil. Okay. Keep your eyes open. Don't take anything for granted. Especially uh, right now, around Christmas, the birth of Jesus Christ, baby Jesus. Yes, baby Jesus. Because this is when those radical jihadists want to strike. They wish baby Jesus never came. They wish there was not a sweet, tiny, lovable Adorable, very cute baby Jesus in a manger. It's Rob Zakari. It's Rob Zakari Show. We'll be right back after these words. What are the words? Oh, okay. It's the Trump train. Are you, are you? Coming to the train Led by a man Who wants to break the chains Establishment is terrified They can't control his reign Let's meet this year On the tram train Are you, are you Coming to the train Where brave men called out For a wall built by crane Media is terrified they can't control his reign. Let's meet this year on the Trump train. Are you, are you coming to the train? Where brave men called out the fools who lead in vain. Lobbyists are terrified they can't control our reign. Let's meet this year on the Trump train. Are you, are you coming to the train? Wear a hat of hope, side by side with me. Make America great again, break the chains. Let's meet this year on the Trump train. And we are going to be respected by the world again and not laughed at like we're all a bunch of stupid people being led by incompetent politicians. It's not going to go on any longer. Are you, are you coming to the train to take our great country back again? Join a revolution, break the chains. Let's meet this year. On the Trump train. We're going to win at the borders. We're going to win. And we're going to keep winning. And we are going to make America great again. Greater than ever before. Greater than ever before. Are you? Are you? Coming for the train, <laughs> coming from the train, coming.
coming for the train. Coming for the train. Coming for the train. <laughs> Coming for the train. All right. We're coming for the train. Um, funny. Okay. Democrats still are having a really, really, really tough time coming uh, to grips with what happened. They really are. You have uh, Bill Clinton, and I know it's making its rounds, should be making its rounds more. Because listening to Bill Clinton, because he's pinned. So, uh, former president and himself said Democrats show they have no clue and have not learned a thing from this loss. It's obvious. It's obvious. I kid you not. I kid you not. Take the Russians. Take whatever weird, crazy scenario that Democrats want to play. Just put that aside right now. This whole, whole white nationalist vote being the reason Trump won has been bunk. All these leaks and all of the exit poll data and all of the concrete proof that has come out of who voted, the age groups, all of that. This angry white man vote this angry white vote, white supremacist alt right vote doesn't exist, doesn't exist. Hillary Clinton didn't get as many African American voters as Obama did. Hillary Clinton didn't do what she was supposed to do with Hispanic voters. I know they're not angry white men. She didn't do what she was supposed to do with women voters. 
to do with college-educated voters. Hillary Clinton failed. The Democrats failed at every demographic during this election. So if they were supposed to get 80%, they only got 75%. If they were supposed to get 90%, they only got 87%. That's not angry white men. And when the Bible, the Bible of the left, and that being the Washington Post, county by county, and you have places that voted for Obama in '08 and 2012 that then went and voted for Trump, completely shatters the whole. Angry white man vote. Because those angry white men had no problem with voting for the lead back black guy twice. Those people didn't all of a sudden become Derek from American History X. Didn't happen. But this shows you, once again, how out of touch the Clinton touch the Democrats are. How they have taken this party and created it a, a race party, a crybaby party, a whiner party. And rich, elitist, douchebag party. I mean, they still have the same talking points. Republicans are for the rich people. Donald Trump is for the rich people. It's about the rich. And you look at the Democrats, and it's all about Hollywood. And it's all about these. Yahoo, uh, Facebook, uh, uh, Google, billionaires. Talking about the Democrats are for the. What do you What do you mean? Who's Who's a a a a little person Democrat? Who's this this poor, trotten senator or governor? That's like we are for the people. What we talking about? Even when Obama became president, he was making hundreds of hundreds of dollars from books that he wrote. Lee, what are you talking about? And here's Bill Clinton. Trump doesn't know much, but the one thing he does know is how to get angry white men to vote for him. 
So Trump knows how to get angry white men to vote for him, but Hillary Clinton doesn't know how to get blacks, Mexicans, Asians. And again, yes, they voted for her, but not like they were supposed to. I mean, if Hispanics voted for Hillary, Democrats said they would, because remember, all we heard was Donald Trump will if he gets 1% of the Hispanic vote. Yeah, close to 30%. Donald Trump will be lucky if he gets a half a percent of the black vote. Yeah, something like what? 7 8%. So he got more of the black vote than any other Republican has in the last 20 or 30 years. If Hillary Clinton would have done what she was supposed to do for Hispanics, she would have won. Three white men to win before the FBI director made an hour announcement. Which was fake. And when I mean fake, polls were fake. BS polls. They were BS polls. They were all BS polls. to forget a seven-point national poll is meaningless because that poll is taking into account California, Colorado, New York. They were never seven points up in Florida. They were never seven points up in Ohio. They were never seven points up in Pennsylvania. The polls were always crap. The polls were crap. The people doing the polls are crap. Remember, the people doing polls are the same people that have all the pundits. And all the experts that said Trump is never going to win. These polls that Bill Clinton are talking about is the CNN poll, which every pundit on CNN said Trump would lose. The ABC poll, which every pundit from George Stephanopoulos to Mark Razda, whatever her name is, the one that cried. Because Hillary lost. Every one of these places were wrong about Trump turn the polls. They were And how many times 
did you hear people say, ah, all the Clinton emails, it's already baked in the cake. It's already baked in the cake. There's Bill Clinton. So James Comey, Austin, uh, angry white men, cost her the election. Everybody cost everybody cost her the election except her. Your typical liberal thought process. Your typical Democrat thought process. This is your typical liberal thought process. Full on display here. And then Clinton goes on. When Trump called, he acted like it was 15 years ago. And we were all still friendly. It's like, again, boxers. You know, but just how about fighters? Like, the, the name of the game is to knock. Now, is it, it, to, to punch you as hard as I can to, to render you unconscious. I I, my, my, I have to choke you, okay? I have I have to strangle you, unconscious. And yet, all said and done, they hug, go to dinner, and in some cases, I'll Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield. They do movies together where they joke about Mike Tyson. Uh, biting half of Evander Holyfield's ear off. And Bill Clinton is like beside himself that Donald Trump would call him up and act like, hey, we're all good, right? It's all cool. That was the election. What? How could, what do you, like, uh, this, this Bill Clinton, he's just, he definitely has something wrong with him. You know all those pictures, and, and, and he looks like he's sick. Some shots, his hand looks like it's trembling a little. Definitely something is wrong with him. Definitely something is wrong with him. And then he goes on. Trump's claiming that he won in a landslide. A landslide? I got something like three. 70 electoral votes landslide Bill Clinton seems to forget that the only reason he won the presidency is because of a guy named Ross Perot seriously did, did he forget Does he forget the percentage that he won? 
Do, do we forget that? Do, do I got to remind you guys? Do I, I got to remind you? Okay. How about, okay. Well, let me just throw this out there. Hold on. Throw this out there. I mean, I I don't know. It's 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 pretty it's pretty incredible. Hold on. Um, ba 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 ba. I don't want to take too long here. But I mean, got some balls. <laughs> He's got some. He's got some balls. All right. Bill Clinton won 370 electoral votes. Yeah, okay. But he won with 43%. He got 44 million people that voted for him. George Bush got 39 million people that voted for him. And Rockwell got 19 million people that voted for him. If it wasn't for Ross Perot, Bill Clinton would have lost. I know Democrats don't ever want to admit that. I even watched Rachel Maddow. Oh, well, if you look at this and that, the, no, that's just some myth that Republic. No, 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 listen. No, 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 no. If Ralph Nader cost Al Gore the election and, and I heard Jill Stein and Gary Johnson cost Hillary Clinton the election, then Ross Perot, 100% cost George H. W. Bush the election. But getting here's Bill Clinton who only had 44 million popular votes and 43% electorate. He only got 307 electoral votes Ross Perot got 18% of the vote from George Bush. Plain and simple. What are you telling me if Ross Perot wasn't in the election? George Bush wouldn't have won Georgia? Get out of here. Clinton got 43.5% of the Georgia vote. One million votes. George Bush got 42.9% of Georgia votes. 95,000. And Ross Perot got 13% of the Georgia vote. 309,000. You're going to tell me 309,000 Ross Perot voters would have went to Bill Clinton? No effing way. No effing way. If you say 
all of those votes would have gone to George Bush. Okay, but I guarantee you enough of those votes would have went to George Bush for him to carry Georgia. Bill Clinton, the guy's like the guy's like in, in he's just insane. Same thing in Kentucky. You didn't tell me if there was no Ross Perot, George Bush wouldn't have won Kentucky. Bill Clinton won Kentucky with six hundred sixty-five thousand votes. George Bush had six hundred seventeen thousand votes. Ross Perot had thousand votes. So you're going to tell me that George Bush wouldn't have picked up the votes he needed? Of course he would have. A thousand votes. He needed 50,000 votes there. Stop. There's Kentucky and Georgia that would have went to George Bush. Man, come on. Ohio. You tell me Ohio wouldn't have went to Bush? Bill Clinton had 1.9 million. George had 1.8 million, almost 1.9. You, you were talking about about 100,000 votes that separated them. Bill Clinton had 1,984,000 votes. George Bush had 1,894,000 votes. How many votes? A million votes. George Bush wouldn't have picked up the majority of Perot's votes. You gave Bill Clinton a couple hundred thousand votes. Is pick a hundred thousand, hundred fifty thousand votes, and he wins Ohio. Let's give Bill Clinton five hundred thousand the balls. Balls. Big balls. Missouri? Are you kidding me? Missouri? would have got the majority of those votes. There's four states. So, uh, Bill Clinton, he's got, he's got giant balls, man. Big, giant balls. And again, in 96, Perot had a lot less. Clinton 49.2% of the vote, 379 electoral votes. Ross Perot took 8.4% of got 45.8%. 14,000 votes many votes Ross Perot got? 120,000 votes. So, uh, 
I don't want to go through this whole electoral college. I'm just trying to spell Bill Clinton's Bill Clinton talk about it. The guy had another person in the race. This idiot. I think he's gotten stupid. Or I don't know what he's gotten, but definitely. <laughs> he's gotten something in his old age. He's gotten something. And then he goes on. I watched work two years about bogus email bill. Be vindicated at the end when Secretary Powell came out. She fought through that. She fought everything. She prevailed against it. And the deal won by 2.8 million votes. This is coming from a guy who was the president. The Russians are hacking the heck. What? 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 The Russians didn't switch votes. Okay? The Russians didn't even struggle throw people at that box. What happened? Emails were... It wasn't even Hillary Clinton in the email. They were people associated with her. So it was people saying, hey, Chelsea Clinton is a spoiled brat. Hey, Donna Brazil, give me the answers to the questions. Hey, Gloria Borsch from CNN. Just want to tell you, John Podesta, you're a TV star. There was no Hillary in these emails. There was no Hi, Hillary. Hi, how are you? Hey, when's that uh, that uh, the toss the salad party going on? Nothing like that. No, oh, it was the Russian hacking. And yet, here's the funniest thing. Guess it's because it is Russia. Dear, it's Rusev. But a story comes out in the Daily Beast, which, don't forget, that's Chelsea Clinton's organization. But there's a story in the Daily Beast about Ari Emanuel, who is Rahm Emanuel's brother, who happens to be Hollywood agent. Big shot Hollywood agent. Some say he's the inspiration uh, for Jeremy Piven's character from Entourage. But the Daily Beast, of course, does an article, and no one is credited to any of the stuff they print. And don't forget, they're real news. They're not fake news. You will never see the Washington Post, uh, 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 the, the PolitiFact, you'll never see any of them label anything the Daily Beast does as fake news. 
They'll never label Ashwan Mashman or Olivia Nunzio or any of these other leftist liberal douchebags as fake news, even though they do stories and they go, an anonymous source told us this. An anonymous source told us that. A person that can't go on record because they signed a non-disclosure agreement. See, you got somebody who actually signed documents that says, I'm not allowed to talk about this. And they're talking about it. What the hell of uh, person is that? How do you trust somebody that goes, yes, I have an agreement not to say anything, but hey, I'm going to say it some anyways. So here you go. It was effing insane. So they do an article that talks about Democrats being desperate to obtain tapes from the archives of not only The Apprentice, but from the Miss Universe pageant. Now, these tapes are not Trump doing segments. Hi, I'm Donald Trump, and what they are are hot mic situations or footage of Trump That would be considered B-roll. Basically, I would say video emails. You kind of follow me? So here's Trump. He's got a microphone on. The camera's not rolling. But the sound man still has his recorder running. Rather it's accidentally, rather it's on purpose, but whatever footage he's capturing is not meant to be aired to the public. Kind of similar to Donald Sterling, who's having a private conversation with his 22-year-old girlfriend, Where he's talking about Magic Johnson and big black dinglings not wanting to be inside of his girl and so forth and so on. Private conversation that he was having with his girlfriend. She then, an act of revenge or whatever you want to call it, leaked those tapes to TMZ. And in turn, TMZ and every news network played those tapes, analyzed those tapes, convened panels, discussed those tapes, called for Donald Sterling to be ostracized from basketball, forced to sell his team, and ultimately, his life ruined. Granted, a billionaire 
how much can you have your life ruined? You're a billionaire. But the guy is the guy that's the racist piece of human garbage, yada, 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 yada. Now, isn't that the same thing as hacked emails? Because liberals had no problem with doing what they did to Donald Sterling. They never said, oh, well, that was a private conversation. That conversation and that recording was done without his knowledge. What that woman did was wrong. We shouldn't even be listening. No. The media, liberals, none of them had a problem with crucifying Donald Sterling. No different than they had no problem with the Access Hollywood tapes. That wasn't Donald Trump on camera. That was Donald Trump having a private conversation with Billy Bush. And yet, Democrats had absolutely zero problem with that being played on every single media outlet. Isn't that the same thing as a private, personal email? And if you're going to say, well, it's not the same, well, you're in a ballpark of being the same. Hell, Dr. Sterling was having a private conversation with his girlfriend. That private conversation was recorded and broadcasted. No one had outrage then. No one had outrage over the Access Hollywood tape. As a matter of fact, he said, this is stuff we need to hear. This is stuff that we to know. So know this. Well, isn't the same emails involving John Desta and people like Clint Trust from Politico and now New York Times talking about, hey, when you go over this article, tell me if it's good. You know I'm a hack. On Brazil, Hillary Clinton questions to debates? Well, isn't that the same thing? Knowing if Hillary, who could be the President of the United States, has a staff around her that are corrupt, isn't that the same thing? Isn't that information that ultimately doesn't matter how it gets out? It's important. To the American people? Ten-year-old tapes involving Donald Trump and Billy Bush in a private conversation on a bus and having that information, having that audio leaked is no different than Hillary Clinton's emails or her campaign's emails. Why? Because it was quote-unquote, Russia? 
That's the that's the issue that it was a foreign country. And I'll say it again about China. Liberals, Democrats, the media have no problem with the Sony hacking that talked about pay discrepancies and women making less. Those emails were referenced as women got all outraged for Jennifer Lawrence. And Cosmopolitan and all the other outlets did articles. And they would never have been able to do those articles if it wasn't for the fact that Chinese or North Korea or whoever it was hacked Sony emails. Heard no outrage then. You got Democrats going after video, anything from this universe that shows Donald Trump saying something or acting a certain way. And they wanted that footage. And Ari Emanuel owned the footage. He owned the videos and, and audio, all that stuff. And he didn't comply. With Democrats, he didn't comply with his friends. And again, all of that video wasn't going to be Donald Trump talking to the camera going, how you doing? I want to grab pussy. I want to ejaculate on young girls' faces. It would have been behind-the-scenes footage, maybe stuff caught in the distance, Maybe Donald Trump rubbing a girl's ass. But it it would have ultimately been footage that was not supposed to air. It would have been footage of a cameraman being a creeper or an audio boom mic guy being a creeper and trying to capture something embarrassing. Again, isn't that like a hacked email and Democrats had no problem going after Ari Emanuel and his company WMEIMG for Miss America footage they wanted all the years that Trump was involved in the Miss America pageant or the Miss Teen pageant or whatever those effing pageants he did was Democrats wanted all those years so that they could go through all the B-roll and all of the hidden footage of cameramen just going I'm just going to shoot Trump picking his nose that's funny look at him picking his nose oh look look at him there Look at him, he's picking his nose. Oh my God, is he eating a booger? Holy crap, he just grabbed that girl by her ass. Oh my God, that's so great. That type of footage. That's what they wanted. And then air that footage. Well, that's a a hacked email. That's an email, 
as Donna Brazil talked about on this weekend, private emails that were then weaponized to embarrass. Well, isn't that what Access Hollywood tapes were? No, the public needs to know. Well, no different than the public needed to know that Donna Brazil was in cahoots with Hillary Clinton. CNN was in cahoots with Hillary Clinton. Glenn Thrust and Politico was in cahoots with Hillary Clinton. The New York Times was in cahoots with Hillary Clinton. The Clinton camp thought Mexicans were needy Hispanics. They mocked Christians. They mocked gays. Isn't this stuff that the public needed to know? If you're going to say Donald Trump and grab him by the pussy is something that the public needed to know, and it didn't matter how the footage came out. And when you hear the Daily Beast do articles going, oh, oh, if people could only see what was on these, 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 these Miss America tapes and what would... Well, what do you mean if they could on why? Isn't that an email hack? That footage wasn't intended to be viewed by the public. Liberals in the media had no problem with Donald Sterling being ostracized. They had no problem with that audio being used, as Donna Brazil would say, weaponized to destroy the guy. And that conversation was never intended to be made public. You didn't hear Chris Cuomo going, you know, nobody should be listening to these audio tapes. Sterling was recorded against his will. And even if he knew these tapes are being recorded for biographical reasons, he did not give... He didn't hear Chris Cuomo say that. He didn't hear anybody talk about Access Hollywood tapes and Trump and this is hidden recordings. No, nobody cared. Democrats didn't give two... Craps. But now we're told, oh, the Russians, they caused Hillary to lose because emails showing Dana Bash wanting to fillet John Podesta leaked, and that made tens of thousands of voters in Michigan. They even have that stooge Nate Silver now going, well, you know, if uh, uh, precisely this amount of percentage of people in Michigan and Wisconsin, uh, if they were affected uh, by the email hacks, uh, let's just take this percentage. That percentage is equal to the percentage of votes that Hillary Clinton lost by and see if these, but that's what they're trying to do now. That's what they're trying to do. It's, it's, it's insane. They're insane people, Democrats. 
insane. Led by Bill Clinton. Led by the Democrat Party. Effing insane. It's Rob Zakaria. It's Rob Zakaria's show. All right, you guys. We are done for tonight. You guys have been great. You guys have been the best. Don't forget, you can follow us at therobzakariashow.com. You can follow us at blogtalkradio.com. You can follow us on Twitter. Okay? Twitter. You can follow us on Facebook. These are all the places you can follow us. You can find us. Go there. Uh, go to the old shows. I promise you'll love them. You will think they're the greatest thing since sliced bread. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Be safe, be vigilant, and be careful of the jihadis out there. It's Rob Zakari. It's Rob Zakari. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Oh. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.